This is the Holistic Heart Podcast, the place for all things therapy and mental health. We know navigating the human experience can be as challenging as it is beautiful. So we wanted to create a space where we can dive deep into self-exploration, normalize the struggle, and hold space for hard topics and conversations. We are so excited to have you join us on this journey. Hello and welcome to the Holistic Heart Podcast. I'm Sammy and I'm here with my wonderful co-host, Kristen. (laughs) Hi. And today um, we thought that we would spend some time re-exploring the concept of the shadow and shadow work and um, Our last podcast that we did about this was very much an introduction to the shadow, and we thought it would be kind of cool to deepen into and expand our awareness around what that is. And Kristen is going to be offering a shadow work workshop coming up in August. So I also thought it would be kind of cool to explore some of the things that she's going to offer within that workshop as well. <laughs> yeah. And Sammy, you really had to twist my arm for this uh, conversation. You know, like this is uh, <laughs> it's just so hard to get me to talk about. I love, uh, love to talk about the shadow. So um, I'm happy to have this conversation and it feels fun and also feels relevant because as I'm, like you mentioned, Sammy, going to be doing this workshop. So I'm like, you know, looking um, back at my materials and sort of revisiting. And so it's like really fresh in my mind right now, um, just the content and context. Uh, So, you know, begrudgingly, we'll have this conversation. It's (laughs) going to be painful for me, I'm sure. It's very hard to get Kristen (laughs) to talk about the shadow. Let me just tell you. (laughs) Um, So I think it might be helpful. Um, even though we have talked about this for listeners who maybe haven't heard that episode to start with an introduction about what, what does shadow work mean? Like, what do we mean when we're talking about shadow work? What is the shadow? And just briefly kind of explore what that um, represents. Mm -hmm. So I think my favorite definition, simplified definition of the shadow would be the uh, unrecognized unknown or unwanted parts of self. And so these are like in the unconscious part of our being, they they can be sort of subconscious in the sense of like, we have an awareness of them, but we're pushing that awareness away, Uh, you know? And so, and then there's things that we are genuinely not uh, willing to look at in ourselves. And that would be in the shadow also. Yeah. I think that just describing it in the shadow is such a great, way of describing it too, because it's like, I don't know. I always think of, okay, so when something's in the shadow, if you put light on it, it's your experience of it is so different. And maybe even just that you can see it, you don't always have to do something with it, but just shifting your relationship towards it or your understanding of it. Yeah. And I think, uh, young really nailed it with that language. You know, like sometimes the terminology that people choose, it's like, Hmm, I wonder where that came from, but this feels like very appropriate to like what it is. And I think maybe this might be helpful as well. And I'm sure I probably talked about it in the last episode, so I'll do it really briefly here, but how the the shadow develops um, is interesting in the sense of like, it's sort of parallel to personality development, right? Like, so as we uh, 
grow in the world and we experience the world and we have a relationship with others and with our environment, we get feedback about aspects of self and we get impressions of valuation of those aspects of self, right? So some things are sort of reinforced and validated and other things are um, maybe shamed or, um, you know, guilted or pushed away or devalued. And so we start to understand these parts of myself maybe um, get me things that feel important to me, like love, acceptance, belonging. And these parts of self maybe um, have been experienced as challenging in relationships or isolated me in some way. And so we start to, based on that feedback from our environment, we start to sort of sift through those parts of ourselves and move some (laughs) into the shadow where we're like, okay, so as we get this, and it's a conditioning, right? Like from uh, our relationships and our environment, we start to learn about ourselves. We put that out into the world. We get feedback about it. And the less than uh, desirable, quote unquote desirable, based on the feedback from your specific environment, get pushed into the shadow. And necessarily so for your social functioning and like so so that you can move into this place of like so for example you know screaming at someone because you're angry at a certain age you start to get (laughs) negative feedback about that and we do want that feedback but we don't want that behavior to go away entirely in the sense that it becomes shamed and never permissible we just want to have more cognizance about it right so it's a it's a very dualistic thing that happens where it's either allowed or it's not allowed and right. so shadow, like shadow or light. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. either this is a good thing or this is quote unquote like not a good thing, right? And and shadow work really asks us to expand that spectrum where you like you just said like it's light or it's shadow. So it's like what's the gray scale and the like this is appropriate at di- like where can I do this and where do I hold it um, and how do I learn that about myself? And so it, it's helpful in holding the whole self. Yeah. Well, not like what I'm hearing and what I'm hearing from you and what I often hear from other people too is, well, I don't want to do the shadow work because those are the quote unquote bad parts of self. And I totally heard Kristen trying to not use that word, but I think it's like, I'm saying that because collectively that's often our shared experience of that, that there are quote unquote good parts and quote unquote bad parts. And to be accepted in our familial culture in our societal culture we have to present with the good parts and not the bad parts and um and what exploring shadow work really does is like what you're saying help you to understand more of the duality which is a lot of what we talk about when we're saying the both and and that there don't have to inherently be good parts and bad parts and what I'm hearing is part of the deepening is expanding and saying like, oh, this doesn't have to be inherently one way or the other. Because when you start to understand um, why you're experiencing some way, something, excuse me, in one way or another, it's shifting your relationship towards it. And it can become a lot more challenging to identify it only as, let's say, quote unquote, good or quote unquote, bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's so common to experience ourselves ourselves in those terms of like good parts, bad parts, good things, bad things, um, because it's such, that's the language of our culture, right? And, and at the same time, I love this stuff because nothing's good or bad, it's only relative, right? And so in doing shadow work with people, uh, this is like one of my favorite parts is that 
you can see that. So when we get to do this in a group um, and people are able to be, you know, I've done like series with people where we uh, like have the same group over a series of weeks. And so people get comfortable a little bit more um, rapport built that we can share with each other and get context. And so we can go a little bit deeper in those ways in that kind of a setting. And what you see is that what shows up in one person's quote unquote shadow or in their like bad, if you will, like is is celebrated by somebody else as an actor mm. themselves. And as you, st- so you start to realize through this like very clear, explicit, uh, each person bringing their own individual experience to the table and sharing it in a group dynamic like that, you can see that there is no objective good or bad. There is no um, hard stop. This is this and that is that. It's it's all relative. It's relative to the context. It's relative to the um the place from which we were receiving the feedback, whether that was a person or an environment, right? And so if you have a parent, perhaps, that say um, values quiet, um, submission, compliance from children, Mm -hmm. then you're going to get one evaluation of loud or assertive behavior. It's probably going to be seen as not a good thing, right? Right. And if you have a parent who very much wants you to use your voice and who encourages uh, self-advocacy and assertiveness and boundaries, which more and more kids are being fortunate to have, which is wonderful, mm-hmm. um, then you're going to have a totally different experience of what assertive and, and outspokenness, and that might be a proud part of you, or that might be in your yeah. light part, right? Like, and so yes. um, we realize that it's not so much about the thing itself, but about the feedback that we've gotten and how, most importantly, how we've internalized that feedback mm-hmm. and the message that we took from it. Yeah. Well, and there's the deepening right there, just becoming, deepening your awareness and becoming, um, I shouldn't say that inherently compassion comes from there, but I think that's how we start to develop compassion for those parts of ourselves too, for the parts that we perceive to be in our shadow or that are in our shadow to have that awareness of like, oh, like that's why I've placed that there. Why That's why um, this perception of it being there has become such a strong kind of like hold on us too, because I know I talk to people a lot about, well, I don't want to do shadow work because I don't want to, like, why would you want to connect with the the bad parts? Right. And so um, there can also be a fear of if I start to connect with them more, are they going to come out more and what is going to happen then? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the answer is, yeah, probably. Uh, (laughs) Right. And like, and then what happens then um, is, you know, we see, you know, like entrusting yourself to navigate what happens then. And I think, you know, and I'm sure I said this in the first one, um, but the reason why we do shadow work is to give us more access to our whole self. Mm -hmm. So whenever we cut off parts, even if we're seeing them as quote unquote bad parts, and even if they are culturally, societally, like not celebrated things, right? Mm -hmm. No matter what you're shutting off, shutting down an aspect of your real lived experience Mm -hmm. and nothing good can ever come of that. Like that's never, not that we don't sometimes need to temper things that we don't need to like hold things, you know, do them in the appropriate context, find safe containers, all of those things. Yes. Right. Like, and it's different. I think people immediately, um, go from like felt experience to like behavior. 
And it's like, it's one thing to allow it in your experience. And it's another thing to act it out. Right. Right. And so there's, there's that space as well. So being, having access to the totality of yourself gives you more room to navigate your life and your potential. I think that's, that's what like lights me up about shadow work is this idea of embracing our full potential. And some of our potential might require us to speak up more than we're comfortable. Some of our potential might require us to be center stage in a way that uh, we've been taught is selfish or is, you know, um, arrogant or something, right? Like, and so there's, when we start to open ourselves up to these other parts of self that are maybe even like uh, objectively not seen as like super great, we can see where they could apply and we can apply them there. And, and you can still, this is the part that I want to like really offer people. You still don't have to do it when it's not appropriate to do it. Right. Just, we just want access to it. We don't uh. saying just because, you know, we've accessed this part of ourselves. Like now I'm just going to go out and do it all the time. And it doesn't matter. Um, you know, fuck the consequences. Let's just be in this place. Oh, right. So I think that's the other part too, is people get afraid if I start to like open this door, does it mean it's going to like, you know, fly open and I can never close it. And, you know, so there's, there's that too. If like, you're always in control of what you choose, but we want to have more choice. We want to have access with, to all of our choices. Yeah. Well, and there, you have the ability to choose, but if you don't know it's a choice, right. then there's, there is no choice there. So that's where the shadow work is. I think that's such an important aspect of that is like, you can, you can know that you have the choice and then not choose it. Cool. Awesome. Super empowering. But if you don't know that that's a choice for you, then you're not really making a choice. And I think that's why this work can be so important. Yeah. And Jungian psychology would tell us, and I tend to agree, um, if you think that you're not engaging this part of yourself because you won't look at it, you would be wrong. (laughs) Like that, that, that not looking doesn't mean that we're not doing or that it's not showing up in our lives. It's just that it's not conscious. And so like Jungian psychology looks at the unconscious as a, a compensatory factor, right? Like, so what's it, it compensates for what's conscious. So if some, if you're not willing to consciously engage something, it then becomes unconscious engagement. It doesn't, we don't get to opt out of engaging with it. Right. Now we're just doing it from a place where we have less agency or no agency because we're not even aware that it's right. going Yes, absolutely. So as we are exploring all of this, I'm curious for people who are interested in exploring the workshop, how does this kind of show up in terms of um, participating in a workshop of yours? Yeah, so I do a little bit of like psychoed at the beginning, like uh, psychological education around like what, you know, just a little intro to the shadow, what it is, what it's not. Um, But I really like to focus on the experiential because I feel like, like so many things, um, having a direct experience of it gives us something to talk about. You know, it's like yeah. we're sort of talking about something in the abstract to begin with. And then when you have your own, I'm a big fan of like your own felt sense, your own direct experience with something. And then let's talk about that. So I usually guide, and I will for this workshop in August, guide a, um, 
you know, like an experiential exercise. For this one, it will be a guided meditation type self-inquiry where each person will be will be in a group, but it'll be your own experience uh, with the sort of prompts that I'm leading you through to access intentionally some shadow content. Uh, and then we'll talk about it, you know, talk about what the experience was and understand the shadow in the context of your own direct experience with it rather than trying to talk about it beforehand. Um, I also use something um, called active imagination where we are having sort of the conscious mind. So that's like your present day self. So it would be like current age Sammy or current age Kristen Mm -hmm. speaking with different things that present in it from that come up and emerge from the unconscious when we're doing this inquiry. So we're engaging as our current day self with some aspect of self that then is presenting based on the inquiry that we're doing. Uh, and so that bridges so that like unconscious and conscious dialogue and starts the integration process. Sure. So that could be like your inner child or aspects of your inner child coming up or, um, or many of the things that you kind of referenced earlier. That's awesome. Have, being yeah. able to have that internal dialogue and I may be biased, but I have experienced some of these um, <laughs> experientials of Kristen's and they are very powerful. Just the shadow work in general is really, um, I think something that is really important in the process of self-discovery. Like you're saying, I mean, we can do, there's so much work within self-discovery, but that shadow part tends to be the part that's like, yeah, but it's like but the stuff in the light, the stuff that I know and I'm comfortable with. And that's where something like this, um, Christian holds really beautiful space around just welcoming that into and whatever the experience is. And I also think like, whether you've been to one of these workshops or not, like you have a different experience every time you um, participate in and engage in these kinds of um, practices. Yeah, it's so fun because like even the same exact prompts, the same kind of guided experience, you know, the internal experience is different every time because you're different every time you do it. And so um, that can be a really fun part of the work too. And I want to offer, because you mentioned, Sammy, that like some people are like, why would I want to do this? Um, This is like, you know, and and I want to offer because I think um, there's a little bit of, a desire for to like make everything palatable and like make things like feel good all the time so I want to just be honest and say like there are going to be some things that like you don't want like like that's the that is what the shadow is like we don't want to know that about ourselves we don't want you know and some of them are easier to integrate than others right like if I have you know challenges with maybe speaking up for myself um, because I got negative feedback about that early on, I might be able to see the benefits of that integration, like integrating that quality. And I might be a little bit more easily, uh, you know, engaged with the work around that. And, and there are some parts that are much, much harder in the true shadow. Um, we're getting into things that are like, you know, that's why it's the shadow. Like we don't want to be associated with these things and like, why, you know, and, and, but you know, Jungian psychology talks about, and I think it's so important to talk about whenever we are so adamantly like resist what is coming up or what could be present, then we 
perpetuate it, that we, mm-hmm. we are blind to it. it. doesn't, like I said before, it doesn't mean that it's not there. It means that we don't have as much agency or choice around it. And so yeah. it is valuable to hold ourselves to that edge. Um, and also look at, look at that. Like, yeah, this is hard to do. I don't want to do it. Like, right. <laughs> okay. You know, like that's, that's honesty. That's transparency. That's shadow work in itself. Like I, a part of me doesn't want to do this touch this with a 10 foot pole, you know, like great, right. you know, good being honest with yourself and what, um, you know, what can we do to hold more space for the, for more of you? Yes. I love that. If listeners are interested in exploring this, um, and participating in your workshop, how do they go about doing that? Ooh, yeah. So the, the, um, invitation sort of to, register for the workshop will go out to anyone on our email list so if you are on the email list you'll get that directly uh if you want to be on our email list you can sign up for it on our website and then also the workshop itself will get posted um to the to the website directly under the workshop page uh on the first of the month so that's holisticheartri.com and then uh, you can go to the workshop page and you can sign up for it there. very good and i would really invite you if you're listening to this and resonating and, and feeling resistance, like to practice compassion with yourself around that. And also maybe this could be an opportunity for you to lean in, to, to explore and expand with someone else kind of holding space for you around um, what it's like, because shadow work is really hard and it's also really, really important. Yeah. And really rewarding and rich. I think, Um, you know, I, I talk to a lot of people that feel stuck or feel like, um, like they don't have options. And I think those are feelings that I would encourage you, like maybe there's some shadow work there, right? Like, cause what usually when we feel stuck is because not that we don't have options that we're not willing to look at some of the options that we have and that's fair, you know, like, but, but what, how do we start to expand the perspective? How do we start to notice, uh, things that we might have conditioned ourselves not to notice. Um, and, and it can be a really incredibly, I think it is a really incredibly expansive practice. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, is there anything that we haven't included about the workshop or anything around shadow work today that you feel is important to expand upon? I don't think so. I think we covered everything that I could think of. I, I do think this is just such, you know, I'm like such a nerd about this stuff and I, uh, love it so much. And I think it's such, such valuable work to do. Um, so I encourage people to do it in whatever way feels accessible to them. If it's not like a group workshop, um, right off the bat, then totally fair. Um, and, but maybe it's reading a book about it or Googling a little bit about it. Um, and just starting to understand what, what is this? What could it do for me? Um, and really knowing, I guess that the last like message I'd like to like land with is we have talked about it already, but it's just put the sort of exclamation point on this part is like, this is about, um, is about that totality. It's about the both and like shadow work is about identifying the poles, the potential opposites, extremes, and then seeing them on a spectrum and exploring everything in between. So knowing that we have full range of expression, that it's not that, you know, like Sammy and I talk about this like every episode I know, but like, it's not that 
either or. It's not these two, you know, um, competing, conflicting, contrasting things. It's both at the same time and everything in between. And how do I start to explore what is in there um, and and expand my own sort of uh, perspective or conditioned perspective around that that is either or and start to see this range that's available to me. It makes me, I keep thinking of the imagery of like the yin and the yang. Mm -hmm. And I also think that it is inherently limiting because it's like, it still kind of creates this binary and it really is like all, everything that that encompasses. Mm -hmm. And I know you guys can't see this obviously, but Kristen is wearing a tie-dye shirt that is black and white. And I literally just keep thinking like, it's the perfect representation of what we're talking about. I should wear it for the workshop. Yes, yes, it's perfect. (laughs) Very good. Well, thank you so much for spending this time exploring this. And if you all are interested in continued exploration, then please let us know. And like we said, if you're interested in participating in the workshop, check it out. You will not, you will not regret it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. If you want any other like specific questions, please do send them along. I literally could talk about this all day. Um, And I'd love to hear your thoughts or your questions about it. And thank you, Sammy, for chatting with me about it today. Absolutely. All right. We'll talk to you guys soon. Bye.